Welcome to the Strongstown United Methodist Church. Join us for worship each Sunday morning at 11. Here's this week's message. Well, good morning, everyone, on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, we celebrate Easter today. <clears throat> I like to thank all of you for coming and being a part of my time here with you today. I'm Pastor Gus of the Bright Hope Charge. Uh, four little churches out in the Nanny Globe, El Sano, and Strongstown area. Two, well, four small churches, but churches filled with a lot of love for one another and life itself. And I am grateful for the opportunity of being a pastor there. Even though things have changed over these past few weeks that we can't physically be together, but we are together in the love and acknowledgement that Jesus Christ is in our lives and he is the one that sustains us together and we show the love that he has for us in everything that we do and we are grateful for that possibility. So today I'd like to take a little bit of time and ask for thanks for all those individuals who are out there on our front lines of dealing with all the hardships that this world gives to us. <clears throat> you know the many things that we're going through right now over the coronavirus and ailments that are taking so many lives in the world that we live in today. There are those people that are out there on the front lines, those police officers, EMS, the doctors and nurses that are right there in the midst of it, contracting it sometimes even themselves and becoming ill. But let's be grateful for all the things that they do for us, the protection and the healing that they give to us, and the continued blessings for them for doing all that they do and continue to do. <clears throat> I also ask for all those people who are in need of blessings, those friends, those families, those loved ones that we hold close to our hearts. Let us lift them up now, if not in physical sense of being together, not down on paper, but we can lift them up together to our Lord because God, God our Lord listens to what we say. He hears everything that we talk of. And as we lift those individuals that are in need of us, need of him, and need of all the grace that he can give, let us thank him for the gifts that he will give to them. As we say to ourselves and raise those names in the need of lifting. Apparently somebody walked in front of my house, so the dogs are kind of speaking to them. Let us pray. Dear loving Father, we are grateful for the opportunity to be together in whatever form this world sets in front of us. Because God, we are a part of a church. A church that's bigger than a building, bigger than a town, bigger than a country. It is the world itself and the life that we have together in the loving embrace that you give to us. The acknowledgement that you are a part of our lives and you are here for us. God, as we come together today, we ask for you to lift the names of so many 
people that are in need of you and the love that you have to give to them, the grace and the blessings that only come truly from you and the love that you have to give. God, we know that you are there for us. In this time of darkness and not being able to understand what's going to happen next to us, we know that you are there. And God, as we come together today to, with our families, that we celebrate the day that your son rose from the dead, Easter, a new beginning for each and every one of us. God, we are here celebrating and we are filled with joy knowing that death has no meaning for us now. That no matter what happens in this world, that we can trust in you and you have the best outcome for us. The love that will help us through. And God, we are grateful for it. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today I'd like to read the scripture to you from John 20, 1 through 18. I know we hear... A lot of the same thing this time of year, every Easter. And, and, but I do think it's a good thing to remember that everything that we stand for, everything that we love, everything that we hold dear in our hearts became fulfilled that day. That life changed. A new existence was opened up for us as the veil of darkness, of death itself, was overturned. And new possibilities were opened. So let's go into John 20, 1 through 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two was running together, but the other disciple outrun Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look inside and saw that the linen wrapped laying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings laying there and the cloth that had been laid on Jesus' head, not laying where the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciples were, who reached the tomb first also went in and saw and believed, for as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over and took into, looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, 
sitting where the body of Jesus had been laying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them, that he had said these things to her. This is the word of God for the people of God. This scripture is something that hits at all of our heartstrings. The loss of someone you love someone that you care about, someone who is a part of your life, someone that you long for in their time of passing. So it's not hard to feel the emotion that comes from it. And truly understand where they felt that morning as Mary got up I'm sure it was a somber time for her knowing that the one that she loved and cared about spent so much time with was gone even though so many times Jesus talked to them and told them that there was a time that he would have to leave. I don't believe truly any of them understood completely what that meant. At this time, all they knew is their friend was die, dead, that they were gone, and they know the human condition that there would not be life after that only remembering the person that they had, the one that they loved, remembering how it felt to be in their presence, hear their voice, and miss them as their life went on without them. So I could understand how their hearts felt 
breaking that morning as the darkness lifted over the world and they set out to the tomb where Jesus was laid. As Mary went to the tomb, she saw the stone was rolled away from the front. You could only imagine what was going through her mind. What, what could happen next? What was being done? Hasn't he dealt with enough? I mean, everyone that he held close to him, everyone that he prayed for, everyone that he loved and tried to help, put him down, threw stones at him, hung him, and let him die, called him names, and the pain that he was put through. What else could somebody have done? But the stone was moved. And as she went to the tomb, she saw that there was no body there. And you know, being a parent and being someone that is in love with others, something like this would make you be afraid of what could happen or what may have happened. Not thinking about all of what she was told leading up to this point. Her first reaction was to think that something bad has happened and someone took Jesus away. Could it have been all those figures and that time, the Pharisees or the Romans, could somebody have taken him away to stop what they feared from happening? to curb what new generation would be created after this time. So in fear, she ran back to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the ones whom Jesus loved. And she said to them, they have taken the Lord away out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. Simon Peter and the others in disbelief ran to that tomb. Not understanding what truly was going on. They knew Mary was distraught and overwhelmed with grief in what's going on. So... They needed to see for themselves. As they made it to the tomb and seen for themselves the gate, the, this large stone that blocked it was moved. They were afraid. Not understanding themselves because they knew it would take more than just one person possibly even two to move the size of the stone that, that was there 
away from the tomb. As they looked in, they seen the linens that Jesus was wrapped with, the ones over his body and the ones over his head, in two different locations. And the body of our Lord was no longer there. Not completely understanding. But they believed that he was gone. As they went back to the place they were, Mary stayed there, weeping and crying over all that has happened, not truly understanding or believing the greatness that she was about to behold. She weeped and turned to the tomb and saw two angels standing there, one at the feet and one at the head of where Jesus laid. Two individuals in bright, gleaming, bright white linens. Still in anguish. Not understanding what it was she was in front of. They asked to her, Why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. And when she turned around, she saw that Jesus was standing there. But she didn't see that it was him. But Jesus said to her, Mary, and that's when that veil of uncertainty, that veil of anguish, of pain and suffering that she was going through was lifted. And she knew that Jesus Christ was there before her. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. After that, Mary left to the other disciples and said to them, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. A joyous thing happened today. A fulfillment of a promise. A gift of love. Of growth. A joyous thing happened today. Our Lord and Savior overcame death itself. He broke through the veil of existence 
that normal thing that we hold to our hearts, that when we die, that we don't know what will happen. We don't know what existence is after we leave, or even if there is an existence. But today, our Lord Jesus Christ changed that for us. As our God sent those down to move that stone from in front of the tomb and raise our Savior, our living Savior, who overcame death itself. He opened up a new life for us. That when our life ends in this world, that there is a new beginning, a new existence, a joyful, love-filled, never-ending existence for us. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around it, isn't it? Sometimes it's hard for us to even believe. Things like this, it's hard for us to grasp onto because it seems so unreal. Something only out of the movies that we see in superhero movies or anything that we try to use to grasp on what life is. Those things that we use to overcome our own fears, our own anxieties of what life truly means to us. But for me, that makes it so much easier to believe. So much easier to trust in because so long ago... Something great happened. Even for that time, it would be hard for anyone to even acknowledge something like that happening. And in my heart, I believe it's true. As every one of you out there truly knows that our Lord is here. That that day that we celebrate today, our Lord arose for us. He overcame death for us. We truly are a people of life. And today... This Easter Sunday is a celebration of life, giving a celebration of acknowledgement that there is something greater than this life that we have here in this world that seems to always shine a light of darkness into our world. 
So no matter what darkness crosses our paths, no matter what hardships we may endure, our Lord endured them too. He felt that pain and suffering. He felt that anguish. And you know what? Our Lord Jesus Christ, he overcame it. He rose from it and became this glorious thing that grows stronger even today. So even though we are at our houses, for those that are still working at their places of business, today is a celebration. A celebration of what we have together as a loving family. Not just with our loved ones, but with our Lord Jesus Christ himself that family that brings every single one of us together in acknowledgement that our Lord is here for us even today as we sit here watching this, as we breathe in each and every breath, our Lord Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and he is here with us. And there is no more greater love than that that we should depend on. That we should acknowledge in each and every day of our lives that we still live here in this world that we are. Because we are loved so much that because of the actions that were done today, that new beginning of life, existence itself, our lives will go on. That we can trust in our Lord Jesus Christ that he is here. And he will be here for us. after we leave this world and join him in the next. Because he tore down that veil, he opened those gates for all of us today. This day of Easter, we celebrate that our lives will go on. There won't have to be anyone crying over our graves, our tombs, our places where these bodies that we have now lie because we're not truly there. Because we've moved on, just like our Lord Jesus Christ said to us that we are moving to a better place. 
where we can be in the embrace of the one who created all of us and celebrate every single day of the eternity that we will have together. As the Easter people, the children of God that we are, From Colossians 3, 1 through 4. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died and you are, your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, when you also will be revealed with him in glory. When we truly set our minds on what matters, those truths that mean so much to our life, our existence itself, those things that are above, those things that come from God and Jesus Christ. That fulfills our life. That fulfills our purpose here. Because the things of here don't truly matter to us. They fade away and One day this existence of this world will fade away and be gone from us. But that one truth still will be true. This world may be gone, but we won't be. Because of that miraculous gift that was given to us today. That gift of creation, that gift of rebirth and life itself. Let us trust in what's above, what is truth, what is given to us out of the purest love. Trust in our Lord Jesus Christ and trust in our God that is here with us each and every day. Because he will see us through. When all this ends with the virus that has taken over our lives and the inconsistencies of life itself here on this world, we will have that constant. We do have that constant. It can't be taken away from us. Because he is here with us. 
living and breathing in each and every one of our hearts, our minds in this world, helping us truly be what we are meant to be. Let us pray. Dear loving Father, we are grateful for the love and the life that you have breathed into each and every one of us. And God, we are grateful for the day that we are in. This beautiful, great Easter Sunday. That we may not be together physically, God, but we are together spiritually and embraced in the love that you have for us. And God, we celebrate today the life that you have given. The life of this world, God, but most of all, the life of the journey that we will take when this journey ends here. That new life, that everlasting life where we will join you. And be a part of a kingdom that never will end, will never fall, and will do nothing but bring joy to our lives and our souls and our beings itself. So as Jesus Christ was raised today, God, we except that we will be raised too. That there is a new existence for us, a new life. And God, we embrace it with every part of ourselves as we celebrate today together in whatever form we celebrate, God, we are celebrating the love that you have for us, that outpouring of grace into this world, that you rose your son from the dead. That he would raise first, that we all could raise after him. And we are grateful for it. God, death has so much more meaning for us now that we truly understand that there is something that comes from it. That our fears and our anxieties can be lifted away because you have made that place for us. And we thank you each and every day. So on our way out, I would like to play one more song. Hopefully this is a little bit upbeat. But Christ arose. Up from the graves he arose. Each and every one of you have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful Easter with your family and all the people that you hold close to your hearts. And God bless.